It's our 21st birthday! Yay! I promise this is an actual beer, guys. It I has swear. beer in the name. Oh, I can't do that. That was, the, that was my bottle opening. It sounded like a fart. <laughs> We're so mature. Can you open oh that? my gosh. <laughs> Thanks, there you appreciate go. it. I have good hands. That was a recall to last week's episode. I was yep. going out to clean my car today. Or to clean, like, put some armor on the inside of my car. And my mom was like, because you got to make sure Abby knows you care about her. And yes. I was like, I, I was like, first I was like, well, yeah. And I was like, oh, yeah, you listen to the episode. So, yeah. I love that. See, like that, that makes me feel so special. Like I know it's like she's your mom, of course she listens yeah. to the podcast, but like she's paying attention and like yeah, calling back is. stuff. So yeah, love that. But yeah, this week I'm gonna introduce our topic and then we'll do spin tunes. Spin tunes. Um, this week we have a very very exciting episode, and I know that by the name of this, you might be like Rachel, how does that even relate? But no, it does. This week. We are going to talk about Taylor Swift, and I am going to talk about my concert experience, and Camden is going to fangirl really, really hard <laughs> and be really jealous about this. Sure. And then I'll talk about the three concerts I have coming up this summer. Yeah, and I'll talk about <laughs> the millions of concerts that I want to go to that I haven't bought tickets for. Yeah. Okay. Music, the love of my life. Is that the title of the episode? No. Okay. It should be, but it's not. What's the title of the episode? Hits different. Okay. <laughs> okay. Speaking of hits different. Yeah. Spoonsoons. On the go. On the go. We're going to record it and you're going to actually see our faces this time. <laughs> it's going to be so fun. Spoontoons. Welcome to Spoontoons. On, On the, the go. go. On the go. We're in Rachel's car. She's driving. We're driving Rachel, around Rachel, do you want to explain why? So... There, we're have, we have a very special song today, and since our episode is Taylor Swift themed, as I have previously explained, there is one Taylor Swift song that you can only get on CD, and since I do not have a CD player, we are currently in my car, driving in circles, so that we can listen to Hits Different by Taylor Swift. Who would have guessed? Who would have guessed? And I know that this is supposed to be a podcast, or a segment about underground songs but i feel it's, since it's, this it's, is a limited edition song yeah. it's it's okay i mean you it's played okay. it. i'd never heard of it before yeah and yeah. a lot of people have it so here's hits different it's not the chorus so i'll have to cut some stuff out but it's okay T-Swizzle! T-Swizzle! Oh my god. Thank you for driving safely. 
please don't hit these kids. I am not hitting middle school kids. Thank you for listening to Spoon Tunes. On the go! On the go. Maybe we'll have this segment again. We'll see. That was kind of fun. Bye-bye. Okay. Bye! Spoon Tunes. Hey, Inconceivable listeners, this is Rachel's mom cutting in to tell you that the episode was recorded on Tuesday, May 23rd, before Taylor ever said she was releasing Midnight's Till the Dawn edition. We apologize for any confusion that occurred with our spoon tunes, but are very happy you get to listen to it. Let's get back into it. I actually, back to the episode, back to the episode. Welcome back. I surprisingly didn't actually prepare for this episode. Um, today, yeah, I have so much stuff. I literally got a message from my Taylor Swift Facebook group, right as I said that. Um, we gotta tell the story about yesterday in the Taylor Swift Facebook group, or was it two days ago? Yeah, eventually, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so I didn't really come prepared into this. I just know, okay, I love Taylor Swift. I literally drove to Philadelphia two weekends ago. To go see Taylor Swift for my birthday. So we might as well just talk about it here. Because Camden is an avid Taylor Swift listener. He is a huge Taylor Swift fan. And he is just in love with her. And if his if Taylor Swift said, I would date you right now. He would break up with Abby to go date Taylor Swift. Because Abby would give him permission to do that. I think you mean Ryan Reynolds. No, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was making a joke here. I was being sarcastic. Yes, that is all sarcasm. I Okay, I'm not a Taylor Swift music hater i do like her music i would see her in concert because i do like her music i grew up listening to a lot of her music it's just her as a person irks me a little bit but her music i think is great her music is amazing um for those of you who haven't been keeping up to date with the eros tour i'm not going to spoil too much just because i know that there are people that are going to future tour dates and they haven't been keeping updated because they want to go in surprised fair first of all however yeah but if you do not want spoilers, I would recommend stopping now. <laughs> Thank you for listening to today's yeah, episode. we appreciate the listen. <laughs> um, it is a three and a half hour long concert. And that's just Taylor. That's just Taylor. She comes out about 7.45, 8 o'clock at night. Oh my gosh. I leave the stadium at 11.30. 11.30. Um, and, like, we got there at... I think six o'clock to watch the openers because there's two openers that come out at like six thirty seven o'clock. Mm-hmm. So we went to watch them because it's Phoebe Bridges and Gracie Abrams. Like I don't listen to a ton of their music, but they're super popular. So I'm like, you know what? Yeah. I want to go see what this is all about. And then Taylor comes on, and you're just like, oh. was there like an ominous like there's nothing, and then she's like, boom, she's on stage. Kind no, of it. So a lot of people knew what was happening first. Mm-hmm. Everybody was cheering because Taylor Swift gets wheeled from, like, inside of the stadium, like, back area to underground where the stage is in a maintenance car that has a bunch of brooms sticking out at the top of it. Okay. Why does one maintenance car need eight brooms? Okay. That's what everybody's was. Everybody was like, maybe this is Taylor Swift. Like, at, at the very beginning of the tour. They were like, maybe this is Taylor Swift. And then we saw her boots at the bottom of it. So now everybody knows. When they see that cart, that's Taylor Swift. So there was just screaming. Okay. And then the song Applause Plays by Lady Gaga. Okay. And then the song You Don't Own Me you by Leslie Moore. Yeah, plays. Okay. And a clock comes on. 
I've seen the clock. The clock. And it, it counts down to when Taylor is coming out. I think yeah. it's like two minutes on the clock or something. Everyone's like, ah, ah, ah. Yeah, it's yeah. the length of the song, You Don't Own Me. Okay. And then it's like everything gets really quiet. Mm -hmm. And then everybody starts screaming, right? There's this little opening that comes. The dancers come out with like all of their stuff. And then they come out and they like congregate in the middle and they open these big flat things and it's Taylor Swift. And you're just like, oh my God, this is the best present that I could have possibly opened ever. And then she like, it immediately, like the airs tour stuff. Cause it, it starts out like there's this tour intro, which I really wish that she would release it like as a song, mm -hmm. but it's like kind of like a mixtape okay. of all of this stuff. And... Then she, like, immediately starts singing Miss Americana. And then she stops before the bridge. And then she's like, we've gotten to the first bridge of the evening. And then she, like, gives a little speech. And then everybody screams the Miss Americana bridge at the top of their lungs. And, like, the sun is setting. It's beautiful outside. Like, it was just... There was a rainbow. A rainbow. Really? I'm telling you, if there has not been a bigger sign to be a supporter for Taylor Swift, it is the fact that there was not one, but two different rainbows <laughs> at our concert in Philly. <sighs> but yeah, and there was just, it was, it was so good. And I recorded a lot of it, and I sobbed multiple times. Like, at least four separate times. And some of it was like, okay, this is sad. Some of it is like, this is moving me. Some of it is like, oh my god, I'm actually here, here, and we only have six more songs until I leave. I don't know what I'm going to do with myself after this. That was, a, that was a big cry. My mom looked over. She said, are you okay? <laughs> I was like, no, I'm not okay. Just watch the show. Does she do her songs, like, in order? No. Air order? Does no. she kind of... She starts with Lover. Okay. Well, yeah, that was two years ago. Um, and she doesn't do any debut songs. And she okay. only does one song from Speak Now. Okay. Um, and she does, like, the, like, a bunch of fast songs, and then, like, Folklore and Evermore. She has a ton of songs off of that. Uh, and then she goes to 1989 yeah. and Midnight, so it's, like, really upbeat. Okay. Um, and, of course, it goes from, I don't know if you've ever heard the song Tolerated by Taylor Swift. But it's, like, it's a really sad song about, like, wishing that somebody would, like, really love her because they really only just tolerate her, Right. That song ends. And then you just hear a hissing noise. And it's everything gets moved off the stage. And the introduction to Reputation starts. Ooh. And it's just like, obviously, like, there's, like, a snakes going on the screen. Like, there's this, this whole... This is when she changes into, her, like, her black bodysuit yep. thing. Yeah. And it, you just, like, you are sitting there crying from listening to Tolerate It because it's such a sad song. Yeah. And then it's, like, Reputation. And I think she goes straight into, um, like, I don't even remember. It was one of, like, the really upbeat songs. Yeah. Because it, uh, it was, um, Don't Blame Me and Look What You Made Me Do. It was, like, a m mashup of those. Okay. It was, like, Don't Blame Me, or, like, Don't Blame Me, Look What You Made Me Do. It was, I mean, obviously she did it way better than I did. This but, like, that, I was not, like, I knew that was coming, and mm -hmm. I still was not prepared for that. <sighs> and then the surprise songs, which we had Hey Steven and The Best Day, because it was Mother's Day. Mother's Day, yeah. But it was just, oh, it was so good. It was so good. I loved it. Was fun. I and loved you would go back right away. And do 100%. It. We're actually looking for tickets to see if we can oh go my again. God. We can't afford where to would... go again. 
If she, like, announces another leg and does another pre-sale, I'm sure that we probably could get tickets. Because mm-hmm. it's not a long tour. No. So, like, she does, March to August, something like yeah. that. Yeah, and she does three nights in each city, yeah. and she does it, like, Thursday. And she's just doing weekends. Yeah. She's not doing, like, five shows a week. No. Because she goes home during yeah. the week, which, understandable. Yeah. Like, I know people are like, well, why doesn't she just, like, get it all done, and why does she, like, waste so many, like, so much private airplane gas to go back to her home, but I would want to go home after one night of performing like that. Yeah. Like, everybody who has went to a Taylor Swift concert feels as though they were performing at a Taylor Swift concert. Like, you were screaming for three and Your a half hours Your voice was straight. dead for four days. Yeah. And part of it was because you were sick, yeah. but then also you texted like me right after, it. you're like, I can't no. talk. Like, I can't, no. And then T-Swift was like, well, I'm just going to do this, you know, the next day. Seriously. And I don't understand that. All over again. I couldn't do that. But it was just like... You don't realize, like, I was barely functioning after one concert of hers. She does that, plus dancing, plus puts on a whole show, and quick changes, and all of that stuff, multiple days in a row. Yeah. And she loves it, you would think. I assume she does. It's so funny, because sometimes, it like, I don't think she realizes how popular she actually is. Like, she knows, but she doesn't, like, know, know. Because when she, like, will be singing something and people will be screaming, when you have your inners, ear, in, yeah, in, in ears, ears in, can't hear. you can't hear anything. Yeah. She takes them out and she's like, oh my god. Like, it, people are so loud. Like, I could barely hear anything. Yeah. Luckily, it's an open stadium, so it's not as bad. But I'm it's sure fine. it's a lot louder down there than it is. Yeah, because everything's directed down at her. So Just like when I was at the Canes game, it really wasn't that loud when yeah, I was there. The but there top. was, like... Seven are like four people behind me, so it really wasn't. Yeah. You're just getting the four screams from them. Yeah. They were very loud. Let me tell you that. <laughs> yeah, I mean the closest thing I've been to to that would have been Billy Joel because I was in a football stadium and he was sold out. But obviously, a very different vibe of a 73 year old man. Yeah. Versus you know Taylor. Billy Taylor. just sat at his piano the whole time. He got up for a couple songs and like adorably played a guitar. Like he wasn't really playing it. He was just holding it and like strumming every quarter note or something. Um, I mean, that was still really cool. I think one of the coolest moments was in the last chorus of Piano Man. He Everything just stops, and 80,000 people sing Piano Man. And it was... It gives me chills to listen to it now. Um, that was not a three-and-a-half-hour-long concert. I think he would keel over and die. Um, he had to stand up to do a song. He was like, if I don't hit the high note, I'm sorry. He's like, it's, it's been a while. Um I think that one, he started about 7.30, and it ended about 10. That, that's like a reasonable um, amount of time. That was, that, yeah, and there's no open or anything. It's just him. He just, he just so the, I... everything's just light, and then he kind of waited for the sun to go down, and then it just all gets dark, and it played like this ominous music, and then... I love openers. He just starts going. Like, I think that every concert is complete with an opener, because you. I feel like you need that... Especially if it's a big artist, you need that introduction. Like, obviously, you're ready. Like, you're so ready for the person to come out. But, like, at Taylor Swift, if she would have just come out and I would have not had mentally prepared myself. Because the music that they were playing, like, in between openers and before she started was kind of loud. But it wasn't super, super loud. Yeah. But then, like, when Phoebe and Gracie were singing, like, it was really, really loud. So you had to, like, prepare yourself for that. When I went to Musk and I bloodline both times, like... I was ready, but their whole, like, rock intro thing wouldn't have been ready without their openers. Yeah. 
I think it just depends on like the energy of the concert. So like that, obviously Taylor Swift or Muscadine Bloodline, like they're going for the big, they're going for a big energy party, get it down. You know, Billy Joel's like, dude, just chill. And I'm going to play my jams that I've been making for 50 years. And I realized before I started, I didn't check to see if I could actually drink this. I've just been drinking it. I checked it too. I was like, I'm going to make sure you, Rachel's not giving me anything illegal. But no, nope. I'm good. You got so. it in the fridge at Town and Country. They got rid of the one that I really liked, so I had to do second choice here. The Boiling Bottling Company. Yep. So It's very sugary, very sweet. Yeah. You know what concert's going to be really loud? Blink-182. Yes. In an arena in Charlotte. That, like, all that just... And then 19,000 screaming emo teenagers, and then me and Abby. Um, <laughs> and, and that, that I mean, man, that's going to be a loud one. Yeah. But that'll be good. I have no more concerts lined up. Oh, well, that's not true. We're going to Dermot Kennedy. You're, are you and Ava definitely going to Dermot? Yeah. Yeah. Dermot. Is, is that how you Dermot. say it? Dermot? Yeah. I always say Dermot. I said Dermot for a while, too, but then everyone pronounces it Dermot. Like, when he goes on Jimmy Fallon, he says, Dermot Kennedy. Mm. And so I'm like, okay, yeah. it, I'll well. go with Dermot. Because I had, like, heard you say that, and I was like, are Dermot. you, like, having a stroke or no. something? <laughs> no. I have that, which is in, like... A week and a half. A week and a half. Okay. Oh, I wasn't ready for that. Um, It's 11 days. Yeah. And I have, like, four other, like, artists that I want to go to, but I don't have tickets for any of them. You have that, what was it, Winterville for Muscadine Bloodline? Is that... Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know yet. And then they had the Iron Blossom. Yeah, which I'm definitely not going to be able to go to that. Like, my parents wouldn't let me drive to Richmond the day before school starts yeah or i found i found this band on tiktok today called the moss the moss and they're playing in like a t- they're co- playing in cat's cradle which is oh yeah if you've Real been there tiny place. Yeah. yeah um and i was listening to the music and i was like wow i kind of actually really like this and tickets are 19 dollars. so i'm like it's on wow. a, like a wednesday night in the middle of december yeah. but like it's in carboro like if i drive home an hour at 10 o'clock yeah. at night like it's not that big of a deal as long as I don't get home at 3 a.m., it doesn't matter. Yeah, every once in a while, I'll look at what shows are coming to Cat's Cradle or The Ritz um, or Lincoln Theater. It's like the small venues that don't charge a lot, and they'll have the most random shows just on, like, a Tuesday night. Yeah. It's but, always on, like, a Tuesday night. And I'm like, bro, yeah. can you just, like, play on a Friday, please? Yeah. Abby and I were looking at seeing the Backseat Lovers mm-hmm. on... By the time this episode comes out, it would have already happened, but this Saturday... And tickets were two hundred dollars on Ticketmaster to stand, like the like when they were first being sold, they were twenty, and then everyone you know oh, they sold yeah. out immediately because there's only like seven hundred tickets for the Ritz, and I they're just reselling them for don't like the Ritz two hundred really. I've never been, so it's so I've been to I went to Lincoln Theater, and then like two weekends later I went to the Ritz. Did you see at the Ritz? Um, I saw. Um, was that we saw Oliver Tree? Yeah, Oliver Tree yeah. and like Johnny and Little Huddy and all yeah. that stuff. Which I didn't even really like Oliver Tree, so I think that's part of the reason. But like the Ritz is, the stage is so much higher yeah. than it is because it's at like shoulder level on me. Yeah. And it's like open, and then they have like the top around, kind of like Lincoln Theater is, but it's really wide. And I feel like in Lincoln Theater. Every, since it's a small venue, they sell significantly less tickets, so everybody kind of has room. Mm-hmm. Like, you're close to the people around you, obviously, because yeah. it's standing room only, 
But I feel like at the Ritz, and it might have just been the people that were there for the concert because, you know, an artist. Yeah. Um, but, like, it was just, it was so, everybody was so close to you everyone, and everybody was Whenever someone has, like, a Be Real or Instagram post from the Ritz, it look. I mean, it just looks like. You have no room. Yeah. And there was, when I was there, like, somebody spilled their beer because my mom went with me. Somebody spilled their beer all over the back of my mom's leg. Some drunk guy was hitting on me. And it was just like, I was like, no. I'm good. My mom's going to listen to this and say, thank you for not going to see Backseat Love at the Ritz. On well, but Backseat Lovers has, like, that's not going to be the kind of crowd they have better there. fans. Yeah. I think. Like, Oliver Tree, sketchy fans. <laughs> sketchy looking. That pretty. was, I literally went, we really went for the openers. And we watched, there was supposed to be three yeah. openers, but Grandson didn't come, so there was only two. Was that the one you asked me to go to, like, at the last second? Yeah. And then you took, was it Avery? With you? No, I took. Um, that was Muscat and Bloodline that I took okay. Avery with. Um, I took my mom to oh. Oliver Tree because. Mom is what the cookies listen to. Um. Yeah. Yeah, but. Um, no, I just like I didn't I didn't really like it there, so I was like, oh well. But then it's also, like I we went for the openers. We left halfway through Oliver Tree's set. We were like, no, it's 10 o'clock. We're good. We're ready to go home. So. The worst. Ex- the wasn't worse. It wasn't a bad experience. It was just awkward. Um, my dad and I saw the Goo Goo Dolls at Red Hat last year in August. And I got these tickets for my 15th birthday in 2020. And then this thing called COVID happened and delayed the concert two and a half years. And then we had the same tickets, and we had paper tickets, which don't happen anymore. We go. And the opening band is called Blue October, and they're great. I love their music. Um, but they're a very niche band. Like, no one knows who they are unless mm-hmm. you have looked for Blue October and listened to Blue October. And so they go up, and this guy's doing his music, and it's good music, but no one knows any of it. And we're all just sitting there, just watching. And concert is, you stand up at a concert, yeah. you know, and you sing along and you have a good time. And these people are just sitting there like, we're waiting for the Goo Goo Dolls. And the whole time, the guy, his name is Justin, he was like, he was like, get on your feet, Raleigh, let's go. Even at one point, he said, are you excited for the Goo Goo Dolls? Because, like, there was no excitement for him. And yeah. they would get a little, ah. But that was so dead. And then the Goo Goo Dolls came out, we were great. Yeah. But, I mean, he did, and they played for like 45 minutes, too. He played like a 12 set, it was like a 12 song opener, and got nothing. That was like, when I went to um, Imagine Dragons, I went at PNC, mm-hmm. um, and Grandson opened for it. That's where we found out who Grandson was, and we were like, oh, if he's opening for Oliver Tree, hell yeah, we're gonna go. Yeah. Um, and so, the only reason that I knew any of his songs is because for some reason, I, like, followed him on TikTok. I don't even remember that. But I heard all of his songs, so I knew the choruses to the popular ones. Yeah. And he had the words up on the screen. That's nice. So it was, like, everybody was kind of quiet. And then he, like, started playing. And he, like, plays, like, Rocky-type music. Yeah. And so I was, like, I was standing up, jamming along, right? And my mom was, like, uh, what? We were there for coworkers. <laughs> um, and then he went on this whole speech about how, like, because this was, like, uh, early 2022, I think. We had, like, just met. And yeah. you are like, I'm going to Magic Dragons. I was like, what? And, yeah. Um, but he went on this whole rant about, like, how, um, 
everybody is equal and like all like everybody should have equal rights and like all of this stuff and so that like got everybody like on their feet <laughs> now everyone's like ah! Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and then he played like another super popular song, and then everyone was like, "Dance on the wall." Okay. I was like, "Yeah, you go, dude." So, bands, if you're having a tough time, just give a little talk about human rights. Yep. Unless, like, if you're at a good a good artist concert, if you're at like Kanye West concert, maybe don't That's talk right about human do rights. <laughs> we don't like human rights, so. <laughs> No. Just imagine at like a country Time music and concert and it's like the opener is like, all right, let's talk about human rights right here. <laughs> they're like, you do not have the voice. And they're like, we're going to... home, boom, yeah, get on the uh, stage. We want that, that Bud Light, what? And yeah. I love country music. I don't necessarily love the people that listen to country music, but I love it. But you'll listen to country music. I will. I want to go to, so Live Nation had their $25 concert ticket week mm-hmm. and I was going to get them. But it was, like, it was from, like, a Thursday to, like, a Tuesday or something. And it was the weekend I was at Taylor Swift. So I was, like, I don't want to spend all of my money to get tickets for all of this stuff if I don't know what I'm spending while I'm here. Yeah. Because if I was going to get merch or something, like, it's super expensive. Was the merch sign stupid long? Um, at the beginning, yeah. yeah but okay. we went, like, in the middle of a slow song that we didn't really like. Yeah. Well, I, I liked it. I knew the song, but my mom was, like, eh. Yeah. I mean, um... Because we were really looking, it was freezing because it was super windy. Oh, no. So we were looking for hoodies, but they were like $85. And we were yep. like, never mind, not gonna spend that. I think that I spent more on a hoodie for Billy Joel than I did on the Billy Joel ticket. Yeah, that seems legit. Yeah. Um, but, what was I talking about? Oh, um, Live Nation has their $25 concert week. And it was all of the country artists that I love. Yeah. All had $25 tickets, and they were all coming to, like, Red Hat or Walnut Creek, or there was one that was in, like, Virginia, but it was close to Virginia. And I was like, oh, my gosh, I need to get tickets to all these people. I have it in a notes app on my phone. So I've been looking, and now they're, like, $60 a ticket, which still isn't bad for mm-hmm. a concert. But I'm also, it's like, like $25. yeah, I'm like, I like this person, but not enough to spend this money, because if yeah. I want to go see all of these people, I don't have that. But I do, I think I want to get Riley Green tickets. But I think he, he's not going to be super close. Like, I'm going to have to drive to go there because he's going to, like, a music, a country music festival. Yeah. Which I'm also not going to see a whole set, though. Yeah. yeah. Mm. But he'll sing his popular songs, and yeah. that's what I like. Which, I was listening to his music the other day, and I was like, I know this song off of TikTok. And I didn't know it. You like know it was him. I didn't know it was him. Yeah. Because um, it was, like... That, like, this is how we do it around here. Like, if you don't like it, leave or something like that. Like, it was stupid country, like, about American flags. But uh-huh. it was... Yeah. I like the song. <laughs> <laughs> um, I promise I'm not a Republican. <laughs> Rachel, Rachel and I were talking about her hats the other day. Oh, my God. And she goes, I have a Canes hat, a John Deere hat, and then what was the other one? Formula One hat. A formula, I said, Rachel, you're a Republican dad. <laughs> I literally, I went to Lowe's the other day because um, we are having a party at my house. And so we were redoing our back porch a little bit. Okay. Um, and I saw this hat in the weed whacker aisle. The weed whacker. The weed whacker aisle. <laughs> and it was a camo hat with a John Deere logo on it. And it was pink on the inside. Mm-hmm. And I said, dad, will you pretty, pretty, pretty please give me this hat? You're like, very proud of this. Please. Hat, and he, there was no, 
Like, there was no argument there. He was like, I guess so. Just grab it. And I was like, yes. (laughs) Oh, my gosh, yes. (laughs) And so now I wear it. And I told Aiden about it yesterday at lunch. And he was like, Rachel, are you kidding me? And I was like, (laughs) stop. But I saw him yesterday after school. I met them at Bojangles. And he saw, I was wearing my hat. And he said, honestly, that's not even that bad. And I was like, thank you. Like, it's camo, but it's not obnoxious camo. And it just has a simple little John Deere. And it's pink on the inside. And it has girls. If you wear hats, you know the struggle of high ponytails in hats. Because if you're wearing, like, snapback hat, there's no room for it. You have to wear it in the middle of your head, and that's it. It has one of the hidden, like, ponytail holder things where it opens up, and you can put it through there, and so you have a high pony. Ah, beautiful. And it's, like, makeup resistant around the edges, too. That's oh why it's pink. Gosh. I mean, I don't wear makeup. If I'm wearing a hat, I'm not wearing makeup with it, but... Like, if I'm in a situation where I need to wear a hat, most not likely wearing not wearing makeup. No. <laughs> but I'm still, like, that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. I that appreciate cool. the effort. Good Go job, John Deere. Deere. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of your birthday party, that's why you were at the store. Yeah. Taylor Swift. We get, this goes along with what we were talking about. So Rachel is having a Taylor Swift theme oh, yeah. birthday party. I am. And she asked us all to dress up in a different era of some kind. And so yes. me being a dude, um, I was like, you could have had some great costumes. What? I mean, there were ideas, there, there were, were ideas, but then we came up with, I think what is the best idea or because who is it? it was Ryan was like, I don't know what to dress up as. And I said, Ryan, we should dress up as one of the boys that T Swift does not sing very nicely about. And Any then, of the guys that she has dated. Yeah. And then and then you said, be one of the J's. And I said, okay, I'll be Jake Gyllenhaal. Um, and I'm like, I'll bring my mom's red scarf. Yeah. <laughs> and just have that. And then, was it Naya who was like, Abby, you got to be Sadie Sink. Yeah. Because they do look pretty similar. Mm-hmm. And I'm then, so excited for that. Like, that is what I am excited about. And then about Abby texted those. me and she was like, can we do that? And I was like... Yeah, they break up, but yeah, <laughs> like that'll be fun. So, yeah, so Abby's gonna wear Sadie Sink's fit from and the I All love, Too Well music video. I absolutely love that it's the part in the music video where they get out of the car and it's like throw the after the patriarchy keychain on the ground because yeah. that's what my mom got me for my birthday was a after really? patriarchy keychain, <laughs> and so you literally. Like, I, I knew exactly what you're talking about as soon mm-hmm. as you guys said that you were going to do that costume. Yeah. But you had sent me that clip in the video. Yeah. And I was like, yes! <laughs> yes! So, yeah, I'll be, I'll be Dylan O'Brien for the day. And she'll be Sadie Sink. <laughs> She's got a thing for Dylan O'Brien. So, I'm like, yes. <laughs> I asked her, I said, do you want me to grow my beard for that? And she said, no. <laughs> well, she said, if you feel so inclined. And I said. That's basically no. no. Yeah, that is a no. Yeah. So that means yeah. no. It depends on the person, though. Sometimes it is yes. Like, if I... I honestly don't know. What it is right now is probably about as long as I would let it be before I need really? to shave it. You look like Flynn Rider right now. Okay, then like it's, it's perfect, like... and I'm going to keep it. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's like, in the animation, like, that's that's the length that it is at. It's like 5 o'clock shadow type vibes. Yeah, it's not a lot. Flynn Rider beard. Okay, I'll take it. That's like as soon as I, I like you saw it, and so I like looked. Yeah, or you said it, so I looked. Looks like a little, like, little yeah. bit of Ashton Kutcher too. Yeah. Anyways, I'll take it. But yeah, I'll be shaving tonight because it's itchy. So. That's fair. <laughs> <laughs> when it gets to the point where I can feel it, I'm like, nope, bye bye. Yeah. 
But music, man. Music is great. Yeah. And then here I am going to all these dad concerts. Yeah. Let me run through the concerts I've been to, and they're all old music. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, Google Dolls, I mentioned that one. Uh, Collective Soul, 90s. Uh, the Wallflowers, 90s. That one, Abby went with me. She didn't know any of the songs, but I was like, The Wallflowers? Yeah, she didn't know any of the songs. And I was like, You have to know this one, One Headlight. Like, you have to know One Headlight. And she's like, I don't know it. I'm like, Abby, come on. Um, but we still went. She was she was good. And we went to really, the Carolina Theater in Durham was a really, really cool venue. It was very old. Um, there was a No Blacks sign at one point. It was like, it was like they, they like have like a little museum part, part. And this was like, this was at one point in the theater. Oh, like, how fun. It's very old. Anyways, um, they're fine with them now. And, <laughs> and then Wallflowers. And then, well, Dermot Kennedy's not really a dad show. That's a that's a white girl dancer show. Yeah, that's and like. I'm gonna be a good boyfriend and go, and then. I mean, I'm not gonna be a good boyfriend, but I'm still. But you're like, and yeah, I don't dance. Yeah. So. <laughs> I don't dance. Uh, I know you dance. A chance. No, you can't. I could do this and you could do that. And then and then we get into the real dad concerts. We got Matchbox Twenty, in mm-hmm. on July, twelfth, and then Blink One Eighty Two on July fourteenth. Both with Abby. And that's going to be fun two days. Those will be a good two days. That middle day, you're going to be tired, and the day yeah. after, you're going to be tired. Yeah. I think that day after, the second one, you're going to be exhausted. Or we're staying in a hotel in Charlotte. The Blink-182 show is in Charlotte, so we're staying in a hotel. And then I probably won't sleep at all that night. We'll be up till like midnight because concert. And that'll be a loud one, and I'll be deaf the next day. But, yeah. Let's see. I've been to... My first ever concert was a Taylor Swift concert. I went to the 1989 really? tour at PNC. Yeah. Um, and then that was when I was like seven. And then I really didn't go to another concert until like last year or two years ago. Um, I went to the Casting Crowns concert. Mm-hmm. Um, Imagine Dragons. Muscat and Bloodline times two. Oliver Tree. And then the Taylor concert that I just went to. And then I'll go to Dermot, and I will probably go to at least two more this year. My goal is four concerts every year. I know that financially that's maybe not the best decision to do, but I love you find small, smaller, because you like smaller artists, yeah, too. Yeah, I so. love smaller artists. Yeah. That's what I do, is, like, I look for smaller artists that are just starting tours, because then I'm like, you know what? Even if I don't love it, it's only $20, and it's live yeah. music. Yeah. I love live music. Like, and for the one in all, like the off chance that they become huge, and you're like, you I saw them at went, the Ritz. Yeah. Like, I went to like, their very first tour. Yeah, like, that'd be really cool. It's so good. Okay, well, since now we know you much, you like Taylor Swift as much as we both do. Obviously. Obviously, I'm Rachel. I'm Cam. And this was inconceivable. Inconceivable. Was Taylor's inconceivable. version. Ah. Finding love, finding peace, finding you, it's inconceivable.